welcome back. We are coming once again to you live from the from the Summerton Community Kailo of Summerton, Philadelphia. Continue with our Derech Hashem series. Beautiful, lovely Thursday morning over here. What's the Oyvei about? Oh, it's too late. It's too late. And uh, beautiful Thursday morning. We continue with Derech Hashem. Chelek Aleph Perik Dalid Simen Ches. Aleph Dalid Ches. We've been talking about the mitzvahs in the mundane, as, as the Perik Dalit is all about over here, it's about zooming in in great detail how stage one gets us to stage two, how the Oilam Avoida brings us to the Oilam of Schar, what we do here, how we do it, and how it all works. And we saw that it all comes down to <coughs> mitzvahs in the mundane, and all of the mitzvahs and all the mundane are all of what get me into Oilam Haba. And in getting me into Oilam Haba, we know that what that always means is making me into a Ben Olam Haba. And we made an unbelievable discovery. All of life, every aspect of the human condition, activity in this world, all will fit ultimately into one of those two categories, either Mrs. or the mundane. And there's nothing else. There's no third category. There's no parv, neutral zone of life. Everything that I'm doing either is something that can be thought of as a mitzvah or is defined as a mitzvah or is something... That's mundane, but within the mundane as well, there is Olam Haba to be created. So long as I am doing it the right way. Mitzvahs, we saw also, the category was quite broad. Mitzvahs doesn't just mean something that is there explicitly in Shulchan Aruch. Mitzvahs extends to any area where there is Torah to be said over there, interactions with people, business dealings, there's Torah in every situation, how I drive. There's Torah in how I drive. There's Torah in how I cross the street. And of course, the Midas as well, we, we established yesterday, of my Midas work. How I relate to other people, my demeanor, my personality, my interactions with others, my regard for others or disregard, my patience, tolerance or anger and intolerance. All mitzvahs work is also there within mitzvahs. It's mitzvah to make tikkun hamitzvahs because that's v'halach to bedrachav. And the mundane is taking care of maintaining your health in your 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 guf. And mundane is there to facilitate the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are there when I'm when the mundane is being properly maintained. And when I do all this in the right way, I'm creating my elam habar. We continue directly to ches. And Ches is a paragraph, again, we see a little bit of Messias Shasharim creeping in over here. This is towards the beginning of Messias Shasharim. He says the same thing in a different context, but same exact idea. Now he have, we have it over here presented within the context and the framework of their Hashem. In terms of what a person has to um, strengthen and reinforce in himself in his journey through stage one, through the Olam HaAvoidah, the realm of labor, who person has to ensure that when he's in this world, he's constantly, continuously working with and working on his love of God and his fear of God. Love and fear. And is fear the right word? No, it's not the right word. Is it the right translation for you? No, it's not the right translation. Well, let's see. V'hainu, al-gaidel person has to constantly be meditating on, contemplating the 
greatness, the vastness, the overwhelming grandeur of God. And in comparison to the overwhelming grandeur, infinitude, and greatness of God, how infinitesimally small man is. To humble myself before God, make myself deferential to God, and subservient to God, and self-effacing before God, and to feel dwarfed by the greatness and, and the, the, the awesomeness of Hashem's presence. That's Yira. It's a beautiful thumbnail description of what Yira is, and we see that Yira is not fear as much as Yira is awe. We've talked about this many times in the past, come up in Evan Shlema a lot, what, that Yira is not really fear, Yira is awe. I believe it came up in Messiah Sharma. Here we have it again in Derech Hashem. He's not talking about someone who's afraid. Fear, here's the wrong translation. Fear means, you know, listening because um, I'm afraid of the consequences. Fear is, is, is I, I'm, I'm a, you're stronger than me. So I listen to you because A, you're stronger than me, and B, there's a, a distinct possibility you're going to use that strength against me to meet out consequences if I don't listen. So that's fear. That's fear. That's year in terms of fear. And there's such a thing as, as fear within Judaism, but it's a very low-level type of attitude, a very low-level type of, uh, of, of uh, approach to, um, to the whole system of Torah and Mitzvahs. That's year is how I understand I attack afraid that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has very thick, very long, very powerful baseball bat. And you know what's going to happen if he uses that baseball bat against me, you know, there's consequences. So that, that's fear. Something that I'm afraid of. Rebchal said nothing of the of the matter over here. He said, said nothing of the sort. Nothing that even approached um, the fear of consequence, punishment. He's talking about the contemplation of God's awesomeness, God's presence, what God is, how vast, awesome, and unknowable, unfathomable. God isn't how small I am by comparison, infinitesimally small. That's what we call awe. I'm dwarfed, I'm intimidated by, by I'm not intimidated, I'm dwarfed, humbled in God's presence. I have to focus on Yira, and then here's Ahava. In addition to Yira, I have to have Ava. What's Ava? I have to have this, this passion, yearn, and, and have, have, have such a strong, steadfast desire to be part of God's team. I, I'm 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 hooked on God. I'm madly in 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 in, um, in this uh, fit of of um, unbridled passion just to be a part of what what God does. With His halibati I'm running and 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 pining away and yearning to have any opportunity just to praise God. And to 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 um, appreciate God, to compliment God, and to, to just to to have anything to do with Him. This is, in short, we're, we're describing, you know, the biggest groupie out there. The big. This is the biggest fan, biggest fan, biggest farkayfta fan of of anything of anyone. So I have to be the biggest fan of God. That's what Ahava is. Very interesting. Description and depiction, but something that, you know, for better or for worse, we can definitely relate to this kind of description. But this is exactly what Ramchal is talking about. You have to, we have to be God's biggest fan. Um, 
I, I, you know, I'll drop anything just to talk about God. The biggest, you know, you have someone who idolizes the star quarterback, pictures of him all over the wall. If he hears a discussion in the room about, about this quarterback, he's drop, he'll drop everything to just to run and join the discussion. Why? He wants to hear what they're talking about. He wants to contribute to the discussion. He wants to be a part of it. He so idolizes that quarterback that even if he can have just the barest, most marginal of contact with that quarterback, which is just through a discussion about him, he'll drop everything to do that. He's not even talking directly, you know, he's not interacting with his quarterback. His quarterback may not even, you know, definitely doesn't know who he is or anything about him, but the point is even just talking about him gives him a degree of contact with him. And he'll drop anything even for that degree of contact because that's how big of a, ha- a fan of his he is, how much of an admirer he is, and how much he just loves and admires and, and, and looks up to him and that it translates into a desire to have anything that he can have to do with him and, and he'll run to have the opportunity to have anything to do with him. This is the Ava, the Ramchal is describing over here, we have to be the Rebbein Shalom's biggest fans. <clears throat> Which means, A, if I have the opportunity to talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm there in a flash. I love Hashem so much. I admire Him. I look up to Him. If I can talk about Him, I'm able to have something to do with Him. If He gives me a job, that's even you know, more um, <clears throat> commanding that's that's that that's 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 even more uh, appealing to me. I'll definitely drop everything to if he asks me to do something for him. Imagine, you know, again, our, our star quarterback that we look up to, that we idolize. He asks us to the next game to be, you know, the guy who squirts Gatorade into his mouth. See so, yeah, how these guys work, Mama Shah. <laughs> I've seen this before. You know, they don't even take the cup and drink like a like a like a like a like a bus of a dumb. No, they they have people. Go around with these bottles and they squirt Gatorade to their, like into their mouths like feeding time at the zoo. Rabbi says, "Shreklach, right? Now you're wow, wow." But uh, that's how they do things, you know. So imagine if he asks us to be that guy, to uh, you know, to by the gate to be there with the bottle. So when he's thirsty, you know, we can we can we can be the one who does feeding time, you know. Um, imagine that our star quarterback. We can be the guy who squirts Gatorade into his mouth. We would we we do anything for that, right? We'll, we'll we'll plaster our walls with posters. This guy, talk about him all day long, collect his cards and collect you know trivial information on him, memorize the most trivial information on him, and, and 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 I can actually do something for him. Something he asked me to do. That that's that's unbelievable. That's that's uh, that that's the, the you know the, that's the I'm the luckiest guy on the planet. <clears throat> so this is I have a by the Rebbeinu as well. We'll do anything to talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to praise Him, to write him fan letters, fan mail, that's davening. And then if HaKadosh Baruch Hu asks us to do something, we have an opportunity to do something for the Rebbein Shalom, again, we're there in a flash. So that's Ahava. <clears throat> these, meaning Ahava and Yira, are these two tools that bring a person close to the Rebbein Shalom. That purify the natural chayshich that we possess in our guf, because the guf naturally, in its natural state, is chumri, is dark, is as we keep seeing the guf on its own, 
in its natural state is anti Hakadosh Baruch Hu, not like Hakadosh Baruch Hu, can't be like Hakadosh Baruch Hu. But when I do what I'm supposed to do with Avon Yira, then I'm illuminating that Chayshich, I'm illuminating that Chaymer, and I'm giving it, I'm giving it some, I'm giving it uh, uh, something that it can't get on its own. I'm being Mashpi and Meitiv. I'm allowing it to be Tolui in the and that that is that is rising Kadosh Baruch Hu, The Guf is therefore as well able to have Dveikus. When I do things with Avon Yiro, and this type of approach, this type of through what I have to do over here, is ultimately going is gonna, is, is gonna to be what gives us that growth upon growth, level, leveling up upon leveling up, which gives a person this Dveikus in the Korva, which is what this world is here for. Okay, that's the end of this shortest paragraph, but a few points to speak out over here. So first of all, first of all, um, you know, this could be, again, this is one of these paragraphs in Derech Hashem that could be an independent Sefer, independent Shmuz, and Horai, the same exact information comes up in Mesil Sasharm in a different presentation. He's saying, now you got to do things with Avi, you have to do things with Yiro. So, of course you have to, and of course he's right, of course it's a beautiful thought, but what's the, what's the, um, you know, the, the, um, the thread over here that we're following that makes this the next step. What's what's the progression over here? Now, is this logically built off of the previous paragraph? Why is it, you know, Ramchal never jumps. Ramchal is always building, 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 building. Why is the next natural logical step that's being built off of the previous one? Terrences. We were talking about mitzvahs. And we were talking about the mitzvahs in the mundane, in the previous paragraph. We are talking about how all of life is an opportunity to find the Ratzonah Torah in it, and every mitzvah is a spark that allows the neshama to schlep the guf up, and every Avera is a, let's say, a, a black hole of which the avoidance of that black hole provides me an opportunity again to not let the guf schlep the neshama down, which Vaiter, since I do that through Bechira, brings the guf further up. We saw that. That's what mitzvahs are. That's what averus are. Mitzvahs are <coughs> different sparks and opportunities for shleimus. Two hundred forty-eight of them. Three and and, and averus are three hundred sixty-five opportunities for shleimus through avoidance of these black holes. The Ramchal is taking that to the next level, and he's saying, "How are you going to do that properly? How is that done in a way that when I do a mitzvah, it's really uh, providing me with shleimus, and when I avoid that avera, it's providing me with shleimus." When it's done with Ava and Yira. And Ava and Yira actually line themselves up neatly and nicely with mitzvahs and Averis. What he's saying is, all those mitzvahs, the aforementioned mitzvahs, which are all the different facets of opportunities, of, of uh, aspects of Hashem Shlemus, which I'm here to acquire, which I, I, I'm here to, uh, to, to uh, pick up, Uh, and, and allow me to become more shalim, allow me to put more of Hashem's perfection into myself. The, 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 the way of doing mitzvahs in order to create that shleimus is through ahava. And all those averis, which when I avoid them, I'm vaiter giving myself shleimus by avoiding those black holes and, and, and not letting the guf drag the neshama down. Memela, the neshama has once again raised the guf. How do we avoid those black holes? How do we make sure we refrain from Averis in the way that's going to provide me with Shlemus? That's when I do that with Yira. Yira is how you avoid Averis. 
And Ahava is how you do mitzvahs. And Yira means awe. How do I avoid Averis if I want that to create Shlemus? I have to avoid Averis out of awe of HaKadosh Baruch This is exactly what the Ramchal is saying over here. Ches directly continues from, from, from Zion. If I want my avoidance of Averis to be done in such a way that it's really fostering Dveikus and making me like Hashem, it has to be done out of Yira, out of awe. It has to be an avoidance of, well, I better stay away from that because that's so not like Hashem, that, that, that indulgence, that opportunity is so not, not like Hashem. Hashem is so amazingly huge and vast, how could I even contemplate being not like Hashem? then the avoidance of that Avera is making me like Hashem. Because I'm seeing that Hashem's existence is so vast, is so big, that, that um, to even contemplate it is something to be ashamed of because it's taking me out of Hashem's existence. Taking me away from Hashem's existence. And, and, and why would I want to do that? And is such a thing even you know, possible? This is a very deep idea that Rabbi Chaz is presenting to us, but the depths of this deep idea is how is it that avoiding doing Aver does give me shlemus? Of course there's the etzim battle, and of course there's the Bechir, and of course there's the fact that I overcame the guf. But even more than that, and deeper than that, says the Ramchal, it's when I overcome the guf out of recognition that there's only Hashem, and I can't even think of anything outside of Hashem, that creates Dveikas in, in, in such a powerful way. Because I'm avoiding doing the Avera because there's only Hashem. I made myself recognize that, and my avoidance of the Avera is a declaration of Hashem Echad, Ushmai Echad, there's only Hashem. You can't get any more Dovak Takosh than that. So this is the depths of how avoiding an Avera creates Vegas, makes me like Hashem, because I'm making a declaration of the world, Ein Oid Milvadoi, there are no other alternatives. And to even think about doing this Avera is something I should be embarrassed by, because look how awesome and huge and, 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 and infinite Hashem is, he just dwarfs everything, including the opportunity to do the Aveira. Everybody here? A very deep idea. Whereas, if I avoid the Aveira because of Yiras Ha'inish, fear, fear of punishment, it's not the same kind of declaration. I'm saying, really, there is an opportunity over here. Really, I could do it. It is a valid option, but you know what? It's a dumb option. It's dumb. I could do it, but it's dumb. You know, you ask your parents, you know, can I, can I, is it okay if I sneak out of bed in the middle of the night to watch television? Your parents say, you could, you could do it, but that's dumb. It's a dumb move. Because I'm going to catch you. I'm going to catch you. And you're going to get punished. You're going to get in trouble. I mean, you know, you think I'm not going to notice the next morning when you're, when you're exhausted. You think, you know, I'm not going to hear the television in the middle of the night. You think I'm not going to catch you. Of course you could do it, but it was dumb. It's a dumb thing to do. It's a dumb thing to do. Yiras Ha'oynish, when we avoid Averis out of Yiras Ha'oynish, we're saying that there really is room to do the Avera, but it's a dumb move. Why should I do it? I'm going to suffer. Not worth it. I make a Cheshven. I make a, 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 um, a, um, a uh, cost-benefit 
the valuation over here. It's just not worth it. But I'm not saying that there's no room to not do it. I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense for me. It's not the same statement of Einoid Movadoi. And, and it's true the struggle is being done for Hashem and the avoidance being done for Hashem and for the Neshama to overpower the Guf. So there is a degree of Dveikos and Shlemus, but not nearly the same degree of Dveikos and Shlemus and oneness with Hashem you have when you do it out of Yer Sarebus. When it's out of Yer Sarebus, you're saying, it doesn't even exist. There is no Aveira to be done. A, and B, to even think about doing an Aveira, to even think that there's an Aveira to be done is something that should be embarrassing because I, I, I'm contemplating an existence which is a non-existence, something that's outside the existence of Hashem. That's a beautiful idea, a beautiful insight that Ramchal is giving us over here. And that's why all Averis ultimately have to be done, have to be avoided, rather. Avoided out of Yiras HaRaimus. And that ha- that's how years, that's how avoidance of Averis, of the 365 Averis, engenders Shleimus and Vegas by saying, I can't do it, and I won't do it, I can't do it, because there, there's no room to do it. Hashem is so huge and amazing and vast and incomprehensible, so there's no, even, there's no room even to do it. That's how... Not doing Averis creates Dveikos in the most powerful way possible. And doing mitzvahs is done out of Ahava. When I'm doing mitzvahs, if I really want them to create Dveikos, to create Shlemus, they have to be done out of Ava. That I, I want to, none other, nothing more than just to be a part of Hashem. The other Amchal describes Ava again as the, the biggest groupie, the most psychotic fan out there who, who will give anything. Let's say, let's say we'd be auctioning off, selling on eBay, John Elway's Sweat socks. John always wristband. Okay, so so um, you couldn't get me to touch that with a ten foot pole, right? You know, sweat sweat socks, wristband. This thing is drenched in in human sweat. You know, how often does he change those socks? I don't know. And that wristband, I don't know. It's been on his wrist for years and years and years and years. I know there's a lot of Broncos fans out there that are maybe gonna leave the group now. But um, no, Broncos are a good team. They're a good team. Um, Menachem's been a little bit disappointed lately by um, their performance. That's what they say. But the uh, Broncos are always going to be the Broncos. But nevertheless, nevertheless, everybody said we can be Broncos fans, but still not want to get all too close to John Elway's sweat socks. I imagine they don't smell very good, right? I mean, are there sweat socks that do smell good? <coughs> Oh, I think that's a, that's a rhetorical question, right? So why would I want to be near his sweat socks? That's gross. Disgusting. But when I'm a Farkhoifter, John Elway fan, so, so let me add them. Let me touch them. Let me smell them. Let me kiss them. Let me squeeze them out and extract the sweat and put it into my tea. Right? That's what I want. That's, wow! That's amazing. Because Vas Nenter, the closest I can get to John Elway is, is such a schus, such a privilege, and, 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 and something to... Just to, to wrap everything for. The point of psychotic fandom is they just want to get as close as possible, and and, and that means as close as possible. The smallest iota of this person, things that normally would disgust us, but even that is a schus to get close to his toenails, to get close to his sweat socks, right? Yeah, you can see Arthur agrees with me, but there's there's crazy fans out there that think otherwise. So that's what we, that's that's Ava, but Ava essentially we see in Lumd as it translates into the same exact thing. Ava is to be a part of something. Ava is to be connected to something. Ava is to be as one as is humanly possible with something outside of me. And that's why again these crazy fans will will plaster their walls with the posters and will talk about it nonstop all day long. And will run 
for the, 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 the smallest, barest of opportunities to have any degree of closeness with this person because they just want to be a part of him. That, that's Mamash Tveikos. So that's Avat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is why Hashem's biggest fans will drop everything and anything for any opportunity to have anything to do with Hashem, whether that's talking about Hashem, talking to Hashem, or certainly fulfilling what Hashem asks us to do. This is how mitzvahs have to be done. And then mitzvahs, Vaiter, are not only giving a shleimus because the mitzvah gives some kind of a tikkun, and they're not only giving a shleimus because of the bechir, but they're giving a shleimus because they are done with this mindset of vas nenter, the close baruch I'm running to do that. I'm running to do that. And so then we see yet again, Rabbi Yisai, we see yet again what we've, we've already said this a few times over here. We, say, we see it with a fury in, 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 in Ches, in Simon Ches, that ultimately my journey through this world and creating my next world, my, my task and my mission in Olam Hazet, in creating my Olam Abba, is only as good as the relationship that I have with Hashem in this world. It, it's not just about the mitzvahs that I'm doing, and the Averis that I'm avoiding, it's how I'm doing the mitzvahs and how I'm avoiding the Averis. Is it with Ava, is it with Yira, or is it with mitzvah Noshem Melumada? Is it by rote? And when someone does all the business in the world and doesn't do any of the Averis, but it's clockwork, it's with, it's a, with a yekish kite, it's out of duty, out of a sense of responsibility, and it's done with diligence, and it's done with dedication, but it's done devoid of the divine, then there, there's very little dveikus. Very little dveikus, if it's devoid of the divine. And that's the bottom line. Where's the Rebbeinu Where's the Abba? Where's the Yira? Where did you make yourself close to Hashem? You did everything that you could have. But it's conceivable that a person can do everything that he needs to do in this world. And he could end up in, in Elam Haba with what? With a piece of gefilte fish for eternity. A piece of gefilte fish for all that. Where is the dveikus? Where is the oneness? But we're doing the mitzvahs anyway. When we want to do them with Ava, to run to be like Hashem as much as possible, we're davening. It's like such a schus to talk to Hashem. In Pesukah Dezir, it's such a schus to talk about Hashem. It's unbelievable. I'm Hashem's biggest fan. I go to put on tefillin. I go to learn Torah. What is schus to do something that Hashem asked me to do? Averis. I can't even think about that because it's outside the system, the framework of Hashem. I can't even, to even think about doing something that Hashem disregards and Hashem regards as non-existent. I can't even think about that. That's creating dveikos with every step we take, Rabbi Yisai, through this world. And one final thing over here, just a nice little diag. When Amachal flipped things around, he went from Ava and Yira. First he said Ava and Yira, and then when he describes them, he describes Yira, and then he describes Ava. When he introduces them, in the first line he says, You have to work on Ava and you have to work on Yira. Yagbir. Yeah, you have to have that strengthened. And then he describes in reverse order year than Ava. What's the Pshat? The Pshat is an idea that we've encountered in different places, in different settings, but we see it again in the Ramchal. There's a dichotomy going on with Ava and Yira, and, and there is a, there's a little bit of a, not a stira, but I guess a dichotomy. There is, which is the primary one, the, the more powerful one, the one that's really there to... Um, perfect us, which is the most powerful one in terms of perfection. And then there's a different discussion, which is what, what, in what order do I work on it? What, what, what's the approach? There's the approach and the effects. So th these are the two different orders over here. In terms of an approach, an approach to life, we, we have to work on here, then we work on Abba. 
Yira always comes before Abba when we're working on ourselves and working on life. I first have to establish Yira. After I have Yira sorted out, I have the lines drawn. I've created station identification. I know who Hashem is and who I am. I work go from Yira and then I create Ava. But what do we want? What's the ultimate? What's the pinnacle? Ahava. The love of God is where the action really is. And that, as much as Yira, avoiding Averis out of Yira's Haraimah creates Dveikos out of awe of God, Ava, proactivity, doing things out of this desire, this unquenchable thirst to be at one with God, that accomplishes much more in terms of creating Dveikos. So the Ava is the more powerful of the two in terms of what it creates, what it, what it effects. In terms of the approach, you have to start with Yira and then you move to Ava. Okay, that's why in the description, Ramchal goes from here to Abba, but in terms of telling us about them, he talks about Abba first, because Abba is, is the Kanak, is where the action is. Okay, thank you all for joining, and we will continue with Hashem tomorrow. Where, where are you at?